Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's that moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Spin the Rally Pod, the only podcast worth listening to, worth downloading every week. And this week is a very, very special one. I feel like a little bit of an intruder. It's been a while since I've uh, I've done one of these. I am, just to say hello, I'm David Evans, uh, Senior Staff Writer at Dirtfish.com. And joining me is Nate Tennis from all the way from America. Nate, what do we call you? Because, you know, to me, you are just the For great Nate. For goodness sakes, David. Uh, I can't believe now. you've done yeah, that. You are, but no, George, George, because Nate, you are our senior <laughs> there's instructor. There's videos up about Nate. There's, there's all sorts you've of got things. An even flat, you've got an even fancier title. He's the senior yeah, well, instructor by default, aren't you, Nate? Feel free to answer this question yourself, Nate. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I'll look after you, mate. Don't David, worry. you're welcome to continue calling me the great Nate. I, uh, I'm fine Let, with that. Let's... Let's just stick with that. It is it is an absolute joy to have the great Nate with us. Uh, and, uh, so and to, to shorten that, uh, chief instructor, chief instructor, chief instructor. Yeah, no, I prefer great Nate. Great Nate. <laughs> uh, and uh, obviously George Donaldson, our former sporting director of every team worth being a sporting director of, uh, and the voice of Dirtfish, yeah. Mister Colin Clark. How's the voice, Colin? It's You've pretty a lot good. Of talking of. I have. I have yeah. been, uh, would you like to call me the Great Colin? No, that's no. never going to happen, Colin. No, there is only ever one Great Colin. That's very And sadly, it's not you. It's not Colin McMaster. It is the Great Colin McRae. So sorry, no. I'm happy. I'm happy to accept that. <laughs> so we we do have a running order. There is some semblance of order to to this podcast. Obviously, it was an epic Acropolis Rally of Gods. Uh, or Acropolis Rally of Greece, or even just the Acropolis Rally, uh, whatever we want to call it. It was it was a pretty special one. The Acropolis is always a special event. It's probably not been one of my favourites in terms of conditions, because you don't always need a jumper in Greece. Uh, but in terms of action, my goodness me. It, yeah. uh, Cole, give us a quick... You were there. Yeah. I wasn't. Give us a quick overview of, of what happened. Uh, you know, David, you, you're so right about the Acropolis Rally. You know, it is, it is one of the mainstays of the championship. It is absolutely one of the classic rallies. And, you know, the, the travesty is that we don't really go there that regularly these days, do we? Um, you know, last year was the first year of many years. We've gone back again this year. And, yeah, it, it, it was great. It was fantastic. You know, I, I talked about the need maybe with George the other week to, to use more of the stages around Lutraki and the Peloponnese. Once again, we only had a few stages down there. It was absolutely benign for day one, which was incredible, which was quite incredible considering what we saw Not last year. Not what Craig year. Breen thought. What, 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 Craig Breen, with the exception of Craig Breen, it was, and Craig <laughs> Breen's was just a puncture. I mean, you know, yeah. it was a long day. Oh, um, I've got six, things to say about that, Colin. Well, I've got six things stages, to say George. Well, that. you come on to it in a second, George. Six stages, no service, <clears throat> a long day. The only thing really that we had to talk about was, as you say, David Breen's puncture. 
But then, my goodness me, it all kicked off. It all absolutely kicked off on day two and day three. And at times, it was difficult to keep up with it. There was so much going on. Uh, it was astonishing. It was quite astonishing, really, and, and enormously enjoyable, particularly, particularly when we got to the final day and there was that talk and debate and all of that, uh, um, you know, goings on with the, the, the uh, you know, were they going to enact team orders or not, I and I. It, it, was a, it was a memorable rally, David. I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah, no, it was. Just to, to move on to that, to that Friday, you know, what happened on Friday, do we think, and this is, this is more of a, a George and Nate question, is it almost a state of mind thing that, you know, when you know you've got no service, you drive the car differently, you stress the car less, perhaps. And, and, and also, I can't remember the roads, Carl. The roads weren't quite as rough um, down around uh, Lutraki, or they, or they were? Yeah, they were, they, were, they were still pretty rough, David. They were, they were more or less as you would expect them to be. A lot of bedrock, a lot of big rocks coming out, quite abrasive. Mm. Uh, they put a new stage in. Can't remember the name of it. It was a girl's name. What was the name of the stage? About stage five or something. Uh, and maybe that wasn't quite as rough as we expected. But but the traditional stages that they ran down there were fairly rough. So um, George has a theory. So let let's hear the theory as to why maybe we didn't see the attrition we thought we might see. Daphne. Well, I, I think Daphne. Daphne, Daphne sorry, thank just you. To jump in. <laughs> I think I think David makes a good point that 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 people were being uh, conservative uh, a little bit about their approach. Um, there was this very, very odd approach from Toyota. I think there's definitely an untold story there. Um, I, I think that w when I looked at different people giving us different stories on, on the videos and clips you were putting out, Colin, I was reading something else into the whole, the whole situation. I think, uh, I think we know they had a problematical test. Um, somehow that managed mm. to backfoot them a little bit. I think that Obviously, they've got a car, you know, you've, you've got linked diffs, linked sus suspension. Mm. I'm sure you've got freedom of springs, but the suspension, you'll have a set of damper settings that, that have to do everything. And it's the same suspension, gravel and tarmac, isn't it, David? Yeah, yep. It is. Uh, yes. Yeah, so... Don't ask me those kind of questions. Well, I'm going to ask you those questions, because I, I don't get... <laughs> Thank God he asked you, David. <laughs> <laughs> wow. well, oddly enough, Colin, I know not to ask you those questions, but occasionally you surprise me with the most amazing gems. So, no, so I think I think what you've got is a very, very odd combination. G Greece has sometimes, and and you would have seen it if you watched the videos much, uh, the, the the live feed. There's that polished line you would see down at Lotraki on quite a lot of the stages, where the stages are used for utility vehicles and for the bauxite trucks, for instance, on on the stage bauxites, which I hear people calling. Boxites. Boxites. I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure that, there's that never the a Greek travesty. It's boxite way. It is boxite. <laughs> you know, it's not boxites. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> the ridiculous pronunciations. But but maybe they're right and I'm wrong. But anyway, I love I love just uh, making that critique. Um, but but they 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 salt the roads. So th those roads are either oiled or salted to 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 bind them together. So you get that polished line, which is quite slippery. It was interesting to hear the Toyota drivers couldn't get any traction. The Hyundai drivers were having too much. They were overheating their tyres. They had too much traction. Or were they just having wheel spin and overheating the surface of the tyre? But anyway, they quite clearly had a lot more oomph and go than the Toyotas did. So I think it's down to damper settings within within the ranges that were set. They would be, they would be 
offset and then diff settings and I thought about this now this is a question I can throw across to Nate as well and he'll hate me for it <laughs> well done uh, I'm hated by I'm hated by many people Nate it's okay you feel free but I mean it could be it could be, so the, the center diff is locked you've got that locked you've got front and rear diffs you can have them set alternately different loadings if you're if you're going really really fast on a very very high speed road if you've got open diff settings, you release more power to the wheels, in theory, and you're able to go faster because the diffs aren't locking up as much. If you've got them locked a lot tighter, you would maybe lose out on the high speed, but you would gain on the low speed because the quickest way in low speed, the quickest way off the line, is to have everything locked up as tight as you can. So I'm going to say that there was a decent difference there between the strategies of the Toyota diffs and the Hyundai diffs. There's definitely something there for both those teams to think about and, and look at each other, if only they actually had the detail they needed from each other, uh, which will not, of course, be published. But I suspect that's where we saw the gaps um, in, in terms of that. Just It was just as simple as that. Quite clearly, all the Toyota guys, all of them struggled Gosh. to a greater or lesser well, extent. I, I want, Come I on, Colin, ask, contradict me. Contradict me. No, I, no, I mean, no, I'm not going to contradict it. you. I want you to. when you say... When you no, first of all, I want you to ask Nate the question, Sergio. We're going to ask. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. That's so Nate, I'm still waiting for the question. Well, you, yeah, I'm but you pick you up on you so, saying it was as simple as that because there's uh, a whole load going on in Toyota and Hyundai uh -huh. that is far well, from simple. Okay, okay. So I'll let I'll, I'll fire this one to you. So Nate, um, I, th I think it could have gone either way. You, you know, the diffs could have been open or they could have been closed, and, and whichever would give you the benefit. Because I know that circumstances can conspire. Uh, to say I'm right or wrong with that analysis about you know the tighter diffs being really good in the in the slow areas, although the car can be slower to respond, uh, you break traction more easily. But on those lower places, you need the traction. You need you need the lock diffs to get you moving. Is that but question at the, coming? At the same, so that is the question. What what what's I'm your thoughts on that? Do, do you think it? Do you, aren't these guys impossible? They basically they, they can understand a wheel nut, Nate, and it stops at that. No, we can't. The, 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 no, they cannot. So. I've seen them change a spare wheel. I had to take over. Them. <laughs> Nate, what do you what do you reckon about those diff settings? So, I mean, the interesting thing about, uh, you know, a locked center diff is the car does not want to, to turn. It's uh, you, you hark back to the old uh, Audi Quattros, which uh, and, you know, Group B stuff that was full lock diffs. And, and you had to really manhandle the car and maneuver it a lot in order to get it pointed because it just was so um, it wasn't maneuverable. So in a, in a tight, twisty technical event like like Acropolis, you yes, absolutely would want the acceleration benefit of a lock diff on the exit of the corner, but turning into that, um, you would want the the diff to be fairly open. So I think you're right uh, in in terms of uh, the diff settings. You might see one team going for uh, a diff setting that's a little more open to allow for the car to maneuver a little bit which would potentially cause a little more wheel spin versus a different team that was going for more of a locked diff uh, that would be harder to drive technically, but a little more predictable and might minimize some of that, that uh, mm -hmm. wheel spin. So there's the, there's the second part of that question. Which team do you think, it, it, given that we were approximately right, which team do you think had the, 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 the stiffer, the tighter version, and which team had the looser version? You know, I'd probably go with Toyota, honestly. Well, that was a Dang. that was a non. I, I, I asked two parts of that question. What they were looser or they were tighter? 
<laughs> I think they might be a little bit tighter. You reckon? You reckon? Yeah. See, I thought it, I mean, yeah. to me, it could be either way. It could be either way. So they were tighter. So that should give you a car that's very sure-footed. Um, you might promote a little bit extra wheel spin. That would heat the tires up. I, I, I would have gone the other way, but that was the point I was making. It could be either way, Nate. You would agree with that, couldn't it? It just depends yeah. on the on the on on the character of the road and the the nature of the road. And if right. if you're on a lot of that very polished hard surface that's almost like asphalt, you could nearly mm -hmm. use slicks. An open mm -hmm. diff would be a disaster on that. Because I, I with those George, gravel tires that we just spin. There, of course you can, Colin. Can Wheel just, nuts, I'm, they normally I'm, turn I'm... clockwise to tighten. <laughs> okay. I, do you know what? I, fa I found that out because we did have a puncture this week. We did have a puncture. And normally, as you know, George, I just step aside and let the more experienced person in the car handle punctures. <laughs> Unfortunately, Worryingly, I was, I that was, was you. I, that was me this time. That was me. And it was this enormous minibus because David had said, Colin, Colin, there's going to be hundreds of guests, hundreds of guests, get as big a car as you can. So I got a nine-seat minibus. Me and the cameraman, 23-year-old cameraman <laughs> all week in this minibus. But did, so, did, nice. the, did Jimmy and, and Max not come with you then? Yeah, they did. They did. They did at ah. one point, yeah. There's, for, for, for one afternoon, there were four of us in the nine-seat <laughs> minibus. Two, uh, three, <laughs> three rallies ago, we'd have called that a matatu. <laughs> yeah, we would have, yeah, and we'd have probably made some money picking up some extra guests. Anyway, um, here's the thing, George. I, I, I think it's a fascinating discussion there about the diffs, and it, uh, your diffs are something that you can you can adjust. Do you, Colin? Amend, do you? By, huh? Do you really? No, 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 no. My question is: Can you adjust them rally by rally? Are they also part of this locked and linked process that we have with, as you say, the suspensions, the engines, the chassis? Is it? Is it are diffs? Um, can no. You, they're set, aren't they, George? I'm uh, sorry, Nate, Je Nate and George, they're, they're fixed. I think they're actually fixed. I think they've got. I think they've got options. So you maybe you've got maybe got Do two or options? three diffs per car. You have a spare spare diff, or maybe even an option for a third. And you may have different settings. But what, from what I understood from Hyundai's dilemma on the last couple of rallies, that Ott was saying he's not getting the settings he wants because everything's set up for Thierry, and they've got to all be the same. Which, I mean, I, I think the well, FIA, the I'm, I'm going to have thing, to get George. tucked in about those regs because the FIA have gone yeah, a bit mad restricting people with that. Well, well some, something's gone on at Toyota and, and they knew before the event started it was going to be a disastrous weekend. I actually yeah. was genuinely, here's the thing, I was genuinely concerned for Yari Matty on Thursday morning. I have never seen him looking so alone, so despondent, so almost bereft. He was sitting at the table with his head in his hands. He was on his phone. He had this, this, this look about him, which was just... And I, I, I asked a couple of people, is he okay? Um, one of them <laughs> kind of looked at me and went, we're not having the best week. I thought, well, that's interesting because I hasn't started yet. And the other one went, yeah, he's had a bad breakfast. Um, but, <laughs> but clearly they knew something was wrong. And I suspect it was maybe in how they've, they've put these linked parts together, you know, um, because... New Zealand is also, I believe, going to be an issue for Toyota, according to Cali Robin Perra. He seems to think it'll be a little better, but not a lot better. No one would tell us exactly what was wrong. The line, the line from Toyota was the line that we've all heard. Bad test. Unfortunate circumstances at the test. I don't buy that. I really don't buy that. The car should have. If that was the case, the car would have got better as the weekend went on. I, Far from it. I, Far I just, from it. 
in defense in defense of what they what they're talking about there Cole, you know a bad test it was a bad test ah, because they they had two cars that shunted and then they had rain on one day but, but it's not 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 so, a reason for the bad performance david the bad test is yeah, not yeah well the just reason. running time but you it's know not running the time but it, but 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 <laughs> but the question is it, you know did, did they how much of how much of a, a safari you know they did sort of done sardinia safari we can we can agree that they're rough rallies so when you've got two of those events, two two rallies worth of experience of rough rallies, how much can you use that for Greece? Because potentially, did they need a test if they knew? Okay, there are specifics like the the level of grip in the road and that sort of stuff. Um, but again, that was compromised mm-hmm. if it was raining. Um, but for me, you know, I was just surprised because it's not the first rough rally of the year. Is yeah. kind of what I'm trying to it, say. They fundamentally a made a mistake way. somewhere. They've made a very big mistake mm-hmm. somewhere, and they're not as mm-hmm. yet. Letting us was, into was, what that mistake was. Is. Was Tom around? Aye. He was. Yeah. So it's not. It's, yeah. They weren't. They weren't holding their hands and saying we can't win because Tom had left or anything. He's still employed by no, them, no, is he? No, no, of course. I didn't. Well, I'm just sort of thinking. You know. Yeah. I mean, so if you know you're going to have a bad rally, you don't go around all despondent and miserable like it's the end of the world. You knuckle. It's a professional team. You knuckle down and you do your best and you keep a. You keep a. A right face. What's all this moodiness that you're relaying, Colin? Well, I mean, that, that's, that's it's very, it's very, very real. It was there and it was real. Yari it, Matty cannot. Matty, isn't yeah, it? Correct. He can't hide his emotions. He can't. He can't play right. poker. He's, he's okay. not that sort of character. Yeah. Right. Okay. Exactly. No, fair enough. Fair exactly. Enough. But I, I, I want to move this one along, and I want to ask uh, Nate. Nate, what, what did you make of what Sebastian Loeb was able to do uh, on on the first day? I mean, it's it's great to see the master in action, doing what the others have as yet been unable to do. Um, it just shows you why he's so good, and that he he's a he's a freak of nature as it is <laughs> going into it. But but then to see the level of experience, I mean, you can't discount that level of experience that he's that he has gained over the years, being put to good use on this particular event, especially on one where you have to tread lightly. You know, there's a, a fine line between it being too aggressive and, and being aggressive enough to be quick. Uh, yeah. it, uh, it's fantastic to see. It, it, and how much, how, uh, you know, I think it's fair to say when you look at Robin Perra certainly struggled with, with a lack of grip running first on the road, but I'm sure you will have done events, Nate, in, in America. I know you have, where you've seen the grip level change as the roads cleaned a bit. How much would that have helped, Seb? Do you think? Uh, I mean that that helped a considerable amount. You can you can watch the onboards and see, you know, the side by side comparison of of Calais and then uh, subsequent cars running through there, and you see like full wagon ruts basically, where they just set the car right in there and have have grip all the way through. So it's a huge huge disadvantage to be running first on the road with the loose stuff, and I'm, I'm surprised that that it wasn't swept by any other previous cars also i mean it was it was just very very loose material yeah Yeah. no it was and when you get the ruts you do you start to get more (coughs) mechanical grip as well as as compound grip don't you yeah absolutely and that's uh all the way through (laughs) from breaking cornering everything the corners will chew up a little bit more but um but especially on the straighter sections it looks like a vacuum has gone through and and cleared the gravel away and you get right down to hard pack and good traction. 
Uh, I'm still wondering uh, what no, the difference is between compound grip and mechanical grip, David. So you can explain that to uh, me technically, please. I had I had absolutely no idea, George. And then donkeys years ago, sounded, I was invited to great. to drive uh, a race Touareg, uh, this Volkswagen thing from Dakar. Uh, and so we went to Germany, and it was somewhere I've got no idea where it was, somewhere around Wolfsburg. Uh, and it was in December, and it was full snow oh, on magical. a sort of military yeah. testing grab thing. Full oh. snow and ice absolutely everywhere. And I can't remember the chief engineer. I think he's with Toxport now, but he was a brilliant guy. It wasn't. Brilliant it guy. wasn't. Um, it wasn't Gerard Zizek, was it? Yes, it was. Very good friend of mine, exactly. Gerard. Gerard. Yeah, just amazing bloke. So he jumped in the in the passenger seat. Uh, and the tires were just rock hard Dakar tires. Um, and I said, you know, what's the point of this? You know, I, there will be literally no grip. We're not going to get out of first gear. And he said, no, 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 you'll have mechanical grip. I was like, yeah, well, whatever that means. And he said, just drive it. And so I drove it and it got into the ruts. And I could not believe that, yes, that you did. You absolutely did. I don't, I can't give you a, a, a scientific explanation, but I can tell you that I was able to drive the car on yeah. mechanical grip i don't know how i don't know you know it's still george black who was obviously m sports tire uh manager for for millions of years at m sport gave me a brilliant description about and i can't even remember what that was it was something to do with running an eraser over a piece of glass and oh, <laughs> answers on a postcard okay I, I, I think i think and i want i've got it under, i'll understand it for you david it's but basically what you're talking about is the is the is the grip from the from the the rubber compound itself yeah. the stickiness and yeah, then yeah, the mechanical yeah. grip is the abrasion is the, the paddle effect is, so now I, I get it now i get it so, i thought George, i thought you I, meant compound I, I, as in just, as in a different meaning you, you, it's actually the tire compound I totally get it. Now. Are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are you are you in there, Nate? Do you? Do yeah, you I'm, I'm just saying. I'm thoroughly impressed that they took a journalist, put them in the car, and then <laughs> oh. decided to ride with them. That's yeah, shocking. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, they, they, I, I have David. to tell you, you've driven with this David. this thing. Jeez. Do, do, do you know how it ended though? It actually ended with me parking it uh, in a lake, so I kind of went <laughs> off a little bit. The lake was frozen, so I I I didn't know it was a lake. <laughs> and then had the, just the biggest surprise of our entire life when I turned in and dropped it into a lake. And then the best bit, the best bit of the whole thing was that I was about to miss my plane. So in, in a real kind of rock star fashion, I literally <laughs> jumped out of the thing, sort of climbed across the bonnet, jumped out of the lake and jumped into a car and departed, leaving them to haul <laughs> this thing out of the lake. James Bond. Yeah, was, can was, can I ask a question about that? Just, 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 bizarrely, just, I haven't it, been asked back. Can I ask a question? Not about that incident, but about mechanical grip. So would you count yeah. as mechanical grip the action of the dampers to keep the tire on the ground? Is that is that classed as mechanical grip if the, if the dampers That's, are working it, well? It's slight, the slightly tire separate, in with slightly the separate, slightly separate thing. You're now you're now looking at a you, you wouldn't you wouldn't classify the damper as part of the mechanical grip. It's it's right. part of the kinematics of the car, keeping the right. wheel on the road in a smooth and clean fashion. Um, so well, it, 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 add, it adds to it greatly. It adds to it greatly, but but um, oh, and, it, and it directly affects both the mechanical grip and the grip you get from the the stickiness of the rubber. 
Um, wow, that all got a bit technical. Yeah, didn't it? It we did. we got te- too quickly, rapidly, rapidly well, got too technical for my understanding. Didn't expect that, did we? Cole? No, no, Jesus. No. <laughs> it's still a wake call. Listen, yeah, listen. No, I love it. I love trying to understand it all. I, I just struggle to understand it all. Um, remember, remember, notes, Colin. I mean, note, I think it's important to grow during these conversations. So it's left to loosen the wheel nut and right to tighten it. <laughs> Same thing. Right, right. right. It's, it's, it's all, it's all mechanical. It's all mechanical. Here's where that gets confusing. When you're lying on your back looking up underneath the car trying to work out the bolt that holds in the spare tire which way does that go that's quite confusing lefty righty tighty really confusing i'll tell you well i mean step one is don't go under the car for starters because the wheel's on the outside yeah i know right nate nate where the spare with the spare on this minibus was stored under the car so i had no option i had to go underneath it to get the, the spare out uh, but then is, I got isn't that what Elliot's for, though? Elliot, the cameraman. <laughs> He's too young. He's too young. Yeah. He just watched. He watched in awe as I went about things. And, and <laughs> did he? I'm sure he, did, he, did. he watched in something. Didn't he? Yeah. Did, did he? Did he film it? Can we get footage? <laughs> no, there's no. I absolutely insisted on that not happening. Um, <laughs> so let's, let's move on. Let's move on to so and so. Generally, what do we think? Once again, M Sport demonstrated, you know, the absolute performance and pace of the Puma. But, oh, yeah, okay, they left with fourth and fifth. But, you know, when you looked at them on Friday night, it was epic, wasn't it, yeah. to see Loeb leading, Pierre-Louis Lube second. Yeah. In terms of Friday night, they've okay, kind so of... Okay, so how about we take a minute each for each of the teams as we go through the teams? Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, so, Colin, right. you go first. You were there. Go ahead. Oh, nice one. <laughs> Hang on a sec. Let's um, wait, George. Um, I'm going to time you. So what am I allowed to <laughs> talk about? I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll go first. for a minute. I'll go for it. Well, David just, David just asked a question. For goodness sakes, Colin, pay attention. For goodness Sorry. sakes. What's Sorry. going on here? Right. Right. <laughs> oh, follow right. me. Follow George, me. Follow my lead. So, you, Ford. Are uh, you, uh, you, you, are you ready, George? Yes, I'm ready. No, no, no. Hang on a second. I'm just Come on, David. It's just a stopwatch. <laughs> no, no, no. I want it to do that, that awful noise thing that it does when it's finished. Okay. Uh, oh no, you're not getting to do that. I'll start. Right. So Ford. Well, <laughs> Malcolm Wilson totally vindicated at the end of that first day, showing that his car has the performance. Two of his drivers right up there at the front. Um, absolutely brilliant. Craig Breen's puncture. Um, a big knockback. Of course, we know he takes it. He takes it really to heart. Those things. But he lost another, he lost another, was it nearly three minutes over the course of the rally? Okay, he lost a bit more on Saturday. I kind of felt that he, it affected him so badly it knocked the wind out of his sails a little bit. I'm not sure he didn't really warm up again until later on, on on the Saturday. And that's a bit disappointing. He needs to do better than that, if that was the case. Just the perception I got could be wrong. And gr- terribly unfair if, if, I've, if I've wronged him with that. So there's my, there's my comment on Ford. Very good. Good. Good I'm, not listening. I'm not listening. Seconds. I'm not listening to your buzzer. <laughs> Stop it now, Nate. Well, Nate, I, I, get on with yeah. the business here. Nate, do, yeah. do you want to participate, Nate, or we could just talk yeah, about yeah, of course it? Of course, generally. <laughs> right. See, I'm just looking on you for go, the Nate. opening. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm a I'm a rally guy, so I look for a clean road that doesn't have any competitors on it, and I see that you all are more like rallycross style, so I have to adapt my driving. Uh, to this conversation style. I think it's uh, it's fantastic to see what the cars can do when when they have a good oppor- opportunity with, uh, say, a, a nine-time world champ behind the wheel. And, and, I mean, look at Lube. 
huge kudos to him. That was fantastic. And I think he's been waiting in the wings to to prove his performance as well. And, uh, I mean, rightfully so, he did it. Uh, Craig, I mean, I love the guy. I just feel for him so much. I like <laughs> that is. I think I identify with Craig more than any other driver personally. Um, <laughs> and, and so it just, uh, yeah, tears tears your heart out. But correct me if I'm wrong. Um, on the subsequent days, he would have started pretty pretty early in the run order too. Yeah, he had, have... he had a he had a pretty rough time. He, he did. Yeah. Yeah. So he would have he would have been road sweeping on the subsequent stages too. So that that isn't going to help his performance at the end as well. Hundred hundred percent. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I th- I think there might be some some open seats next year. <laughs> Unfortunately. Nate, I think you and I should just yeah, enter. We should put ourselves lives. up for it. We'll have swap about driving and co-driving. It's it's got to be entertaining at least. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Cole, what what do you think? Yeah. Is is there? Look, you know, from what we saw with with Lube, yeah. Lube's got to be putting pressure on people now, hasn't he? Well, you know, Pierre was was very honest about the whole situation and said, you know, I've achieved that. I've shown I can drive the car quickly. He also showed, I'd have to say, a lot of intelligence, real intelligence and patience, particularly in that final stage on Friday when he had issues. Um, but he he was open and honest and said, yeah, I have to now show that, you know, when the conditions are even, I can still set good times. So. He was saying that himself, and that's fair enough. He still has a little bit of work to do. But but the big thing is the car. You know, the drivers were telling us for the first two or three rounds of the season, this car is the most drivable thing they've ever sat in. It's wonderful. It's just so easy to drive. And then, you know, grumblings started, and there were real grumblings mm. after Ypres. Um, and then once again, it's, it's proven your know, lobe gets in the car, winning stages, leading the rally, should have won the rally, in my opinion, would have won the rally. In my opinion, that car is 100%. It's a fantastic car. Just really bad luck. You know, Malcolm told me that part that failed on Loeb's car, six years, same part, fitted in the same way, never a single issue in testing or in competition. What uh, was so it just called? Really bad luck. What, what was it? It was, it was to do with an alternator belt that, 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 that failed, George. I'm, I'm not quite sure, to be totally honest with you, but it was something to was do with Was it a wheel nut, Carl? <laughs> yeah, apparently someone tried to tighten it the wrong way when they were upside down been, underneath the car. It would have been a, 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 singing, be a, pulley, a pulley bearing, I guess, banger, something banger. like that. Anyway, it was a pulley yeah, job. I, mean, I, right. I think you're right. M-Sport have a lot to be optimistic about. But I once again think that they need, they do need a stronger lineup. They need a consistent, stronger lineup. That is without doubt. Oh, yeah. Yep, I'll go I with that. That was more than a minute, Colin, but uh, you know, it was, it was entertaining and good. It was, definitely. It was. It was very good. And yeah. as the adjudicator, I don't have to do it. And I am now going to move us on uh, to what's next? On Toyota. Ooh, Hyundai. No, Hyundai. Sorry. No, no Hyundai. we've done Toyota. So, yeah. Hyundai. Right. Very straightforward question here. Do we do the same minute uh, again? Let's... We're going to have a chat first and then I do know. it. I need more than no, a minute. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> Did... let's cut right to the heart of the issue here and talk about the only thing that everybody is talking about regarding Hyundai now. That's not Julien Monse, team principal or not team principal. The car, good, bad, indifferent, team orders. So for the last three years, Andrea Adamo at the top of that team wasted absolutely not a second in moving drivers around, telling them to pull over, telling Danny Sordo to park it for a bit, then pull out over here and do this, this and this. Suddenly, it's a complete volt fast and... They don't do anything, you know, which I, I, you know, sitting, watching from afar, I was stunned, 
that they didn't make that call. And, you know, history is not littered, but certainly there are very strong examples of of times when, you know, you're going to put your driver in a far stronger position, yeah. moving those positions around. Totally. Uh, and, and what would it... It it would have been what we're talking seven points here, aren't we? The difference yeah, yeah. between twenty five and eighteen, yeah. seven points. You know they're worth having. Massive championships massive. decided by far far less. I, I think so, I think it's one of the most bizarre things I've seen in a very long time. I genuinely do. But the analogy I used is that great generals, great generals are not great generals because they make mistakes on the battlefield and they learn from those mistakes. No, they're great generals because they're also great historians, military historians. And they study and they mm. learn from other people's mistakes, you know, and that is the same in team management. And Adamo was brilliant at that. Adamo understood strategy, understood the need to use strategy, understood the benefits of strategy. Now, what happened on Sunday is indicative of a real issue within that team. And it, it's egos. It's egos that are ruling that team, unfortunately, in my opinion. Um, and rational decisions have gone out the window. Uh, they've come up with this nonsense, nonsense, nonsense reason. You know, the one, two, three was the most important thing. I'll buy that. Absolutely. One, two, three, enormously important and incredible achievement. You could still have had that by giving your mm. effectively lead driver in the championship more of a chance of catching Robin Perra. Wouldn't have been in the slightest bit difficult. Um, there is an awful lot more to this story to be told. There is, there is, I think, still a huge amount of infighting going on within that team. Uh, people are, 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 are making their claims for power, for direction, for development, all sorts of things. And it, it's, it's messy in a team, which on the face of it, you know, is, is going in the right direction. And they're going in the right direction despite, despite some just quite perplexing things still going on there. Yeah, no, it is. It's a very, very bizarre place. Uh, it, I agree with everything. Can I make a said. comment, please? But this, Fire away, George. Yeah, my, my comment is no comment. There you go. Says no. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think, Nate? Were you were you surprised? I mean, yeah. What's what's surprising, honestly, is to see I think the lack of professionalism that's that's being I mean, they're airing their dirty laundry at the end of every stage. Mm. And I think that's a, a surprise to me. Um, I mean if you're going to have team orders, then everyone should be aware of that going into it um, and, and be willing to, to, to take and adjust to, to whatever order is delivered. I personally am not the biggest fan of team orders. I think it ruins the sporting of it, but then it's the age-old battle of, well, who's paying for this anyway? So Yeah. Um, and, and I'm sure they were just uh, desperate to get the, the result that they achieved. So, um, which which uh, Nate they'd have got anyway. They'd have got anyway if they swapped true. them around. True. Well, maybe. I mean, uh, no, they would have. They would have. Twenty-five. Yeah. If my argument is maybe Oit finds a fault somewhere by pushing really hard to try and make up twenty-five seconds, and and then is a DNF. Uh, yeah. No. 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 Yeah. No, no. yeah, yeah. No, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah. That, that the right thing to do was to hold position for sure. Uh, but, yeah. But but, but the it, even more right thing to do, if that's possible, was to to promote Oit to to first place. Mm -hmm. Pay, pay, pay the bonus, whatever the driver bonus is for wins. Pay that to Neville. He deserves it. He drove brilliantly. No question. Give him his driver bonus. But at the end of the day, in the final time control, swap him around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. And 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 you know, you set a precedent, and you you just well, you, essentially you can't you, you can't, let them... you can't but... do that now, though, can you? You can't swap it around at the end of the time control because basically 
the stop line is the last proper time to control the there, yes. there is no penalties yes. thereafter, so you've got to do it before the. But there stage. are ways and means, George. Well, you could have are, cl- are... clocked in, clocking in late is the easy one to do. It would, it would upset the TV people. Small price to pay, and you sort out the but order. It... All Thierry had to do was book in. What was it? Uh, uh, one minute early. That would have sorted the job out. Yeah. Yeah. But what this does, what what this what this absolutely does, is it raises even more questions about. Who's running the team? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah. you know, Julian Monset is making decisions. He's deputy team principal. He makes yeah. the decisions. Then suddenly we have the president stepping in yes. um, and, and making, a de- making a decision. You know, really? How, how's that? And, and how know, quick, it's... David, how quick was Tanak to, to, to put me right when I said, I understand yeah, yeah, yeah. you got a phone yeah. call from Monse saying all position. I did not get a phone call from Julian Monse. I got a phone yeah. call from the president or a message president. from the president. He was yeah. very quick to make that point, wasn't he? And this, you know, all of this is just is it's undermining both Julian Monse's position in the team, and it's 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 kind of distracting all of the drivers because once again, now, you know, you've got infighting between Thierry and and Oit, and then you know Danny Sordo is just the loveliest guy, but you know sometimes he'll feel one thing, sometimes you know there's just no harmony in well, that team. He got team sucked into it, all. David. He got Can sucked I... into it because because yeah. because Tarnak. Yeah. Um, referenced a couple of times this this request he put in to uh, move ahead to Danny of Danny yeah. on, on Friday evening, and apparently Danny didn't get the, the message before the start of the stage. He referenced that two yeah. or three times, insinuating yeah. that that Sordo deliberately ignored the message. Now I'll tell you up front about this one. If it was any other driver, I think I would believe Tanak. Um, but it's Danny yeah. Sordo, and as you say, David Sordo is the nicest guy in the service, but. I genuinely think Danny Sordo would have very happily the given up that team place. Player, Colin. Very happily, yeah. very happily given team up. Player. So I think that was a genuine mistake, but it just shows that for someone as you know as, as much of a team player as Sordo to get sucked into all that nonsense, just shows you how bad things are. Yeah, and we said you know earlier on the phone call that you know this team at the minute is winning in spite of itself, yeah. rather than because of itself. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it it really is. But well, this yeah, is so, another thing, guys. So this is another thing. Can that, I have a minute you know, now? If, yeah, sorry, George, but, but you need to think about this because this is a technical thing. I had a suggestion from uh, suggested to me by someone who understands lots of these things that maybe maybe Toyota are finding themselves in a bit of bother just now. That, that Hyundai hasn't got that much better. It's just that Toyota has effectively gone a little bit backwards and they are maybe in the middle of a cycle of real, real problems for the Toyota. But anyway, George, sorry, your minute on Hyundai. Right. So, um, first of all, you know, a, a big, big, and you've used the word already, kudos to the team for a fantastic job with the car. I mean, definitely having a terrible start to the year, but, but you know, just literally pulling it all together just before before a Thousand Lakes Rally, before Rally Finland. And, and now, you know, three on the trot. It's pretty fantastic. Not to mention the fact, of course, that also won Sardinia. So the car was getting getting better steadily. And, and the team have done a brilliant job. The second thing, the only reason I can think not to turn those drivers around is the fact that Ott is not staying next year. Correct. That's the I only reason. Only reason. So, I mean, you, you want a world champion. 100% you want the number one on the side of your car. The only reason that's not happening is because Ott is leaving next year, hundred percent. That's the only that's reason I could think of. Well, now, if that's if that's not the case, if that's not the case, we don't know that. We don't know. 100%. No, no, but well, <laughs> we I'm, I'm saying that's hundred percent the only reason for not doing it, David. 
you know, not saying ah, 100%. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so sorry, it's sorry. It's 100% sorry. known yeah. reason for not doing it. So there's no, maybe no, there, something there, there that we don't know reasons. about. There, there well, are other uh, complete, we... com- complete incompetence or lack yeah. of understanding. Mismanagement, I, I was going to say. Don't, I, I can't believe that that, um, that that would happen. I mean, I mean, I'm, I've been very strongly supporting Hyundai throughout this very, very hard time, just as a feeling team member. You know, I'm not a team member of their team, but yeah. I understand the, the angst and the difficulty they've gone through. But uh, right now, uh, there is something very not right there that, that allowed that to happen. Or, or, or is on his way. Simple as. There you go. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that my was, That's that's your that's your minute. Uh, it's it, it's it's going to be an absolutely fascinating one to 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 follow uh, and to see exactly where Roy does end up next year. But the one guy that we can be fairly confident will stay exactly where he is is Cali Rovenpera. What did we? What do we think of Cali's rally? And what does this do? You know, championship wise. He's still a slam dunk, isn't he? Yes, it was odd. I didn't think that the... the I mean, the road cleaning increase is always an issue, but somehow I didn't think it was going to be as bad as that. This, having not been to the rally for a few years now, as, as many people haven't, but not looking at the stages, I was expecting on the first leg, as it was down you know, in the Lutraki area, um, that those stages have been quite polished and... and less cleaning on them than you might have had so I was quite shocked about that so and it quite clearly was a factor um but yeah I mean okay we you know we end up with two guys that are down the back of the field leading the rally at at, at the start cleaning is a factor in there yeah. but you in know you, you, you've said you've said it, you've said it already that the car the car is not quite the, the the configuration they've chosen, they've selected that is set in stone that they cannot change. They don't seem to be able to capture a little bit extra out of it. Now I think the team will work hard, and I think they'll go to New Zealand, and I think they'll be in great shape there. Different character of rally altogether. Of course, Cali will be first on the road, and New Zealand does clear. So um, you know, you're almost going to write Cali off, except it's Cali. And can he come back on day two and day three? If he can minimise the damage on the first day, get a half-decent start the second day, he'll he'll pull it through, he'll do miracles on the second day. And, you know, because I'm I'm confident that Toyota will fix that car. Well, or, you're more confident, or, you're more confident George. You know, hang on, George, you're more confident mm. than Cali himself is. Yeah, you know, I, well, I, spoke, I mean... I spoke I, to him he, yesterday, he, I spoke to him yesterday got, and asked him the yeah. question directly. Will Will these issues be resolved by Finland, by, sorry, by New Zealand? And he was quite non-committal. It was well, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. Maybe, so. maybe they've got. Of course, there's no there's no test for New Zealand. There was no test for Kenya. The team went very well there, and I understand that you know we're talking about attraction and 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 uh, uh, getting that compound traction. Uh, the mechanical traction is a given with with the with the paddle effect of the tires in New Zealand. It's all about. The compound um, traction. It's all about getting the tire to grip on the road, and 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 you know it's a beautiful surface. So uh, the, the car will work a lot less hard. Yeah, I'm I'm relatively confident that Toyota will yeah. will pull themselves out of the doldrums to a greater extent and have a chance for a car on the lead. And correct me if I'm wrong. Sebastian Loeb is start. Sebastian Ogier is starting there, isn't he? Yeah. So you know yep, he he's is. he's he's been robbed of a few opportunities this year of good road position. His road position never meant more than when he starts in New Zealand. It is a massive oh. advantage that he'll be going to 
starting New Zealand at, at the back of the pack on the first day. He should come out of that first day with a minute's lead. There you go. It's not as much though. It's not as much George as a Sardinia or a somewhere like that. You know, there's not as many junctions. Is there? Generally, more fast flowing roads, and you don't tend to. You know, as we've discussed pretty, a million times pretty, before, it's pretty massive, David. You know, it depends yeah. on depends on the stages. I mean, when are they doing Fanga Coast? When are they doing that? Uh, Friday. Yeah, that, there you are. That's the stage that cleans the worst on the whole rally. How long is it? Wow. Is it up? It's fourteen. Yeah, is it no, up to twenty k's or something? Twenty twenty five k's or shorter? Uh, it is. It's no. It's longer, isn't it? It's thirty. Thirty. There you go. Look, it's, it's, it's all over. It's all over. Cali, just you know, just pull off at the start and just you know go and clean the road for your teammate because <laughs> that's what you're doing. You know. I mean, I, now I understand right. why Cali was so miserable Moving because on. he knew time. Time is getting away from us. Yep. Uh, so moving on. This is Nate. This is your section of the show. Have you done STPR, Nate? I have not. Um, Ooh. I, yeah. So I, I have been Can... there. I did ah, well, service good. there. Uh, I mean, it's hard for just like it's hard for Americans to to have to grasp the concept of where one country is in another on the rest of the world outside of the United States. Uh, for those uninitiated, STPR is in uh, Pennsylvania, which is in the out, absolute opposite side of the country from, from where we're located at Dirtfish headquarters. Um, so it's, it's right. quite a ways away. When I was there was aging myself, the mid-90s, and we did service. And at that point in time, all rallies in the United States were blind events. So there was no chance to test or recce or anything. Um, Nate, and were they, were they, were they, were they... there. No, no, no. How old are you, Nate? <laughs> oh, wow. A lady never tells. You don't look you old enough to be great, Nate, that kind of question. No, he doesn't look old enough to be That's servicing well out of order, Colin. Well, well out of order, Colin. That is. Child labour. It must right. have been child labour back in those days. It was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't forget, Scott Martin was servicing in... Yeah. In, uh, for M Sport in, I think it was 1999, wasn't it, in Argentina? He was, yeah, child So, yeah, it was well. child labour, absolutely. Sorry, <laughs> great Nate. Yeah. Great, yes. great Nate. Was it genuinely a blind event? Or we had, without casting any aspersions, in certain areas, not too far away from here, we've had blind rallies, uh, and we've had the locals out wrecking for weeks with wigs on and, and all sorts <laughs> of things. It, did that sort of thing go on in, in America on your so-called blind rallies? There was a possibility of that, and there was also a possibility <laughs> of some of the uh, very well-known drivers of, of U.S. past uh, going out and doing some of that stuff. But it, we are very limited to the, the roads that we have access to, and they are open to, to anyone. However, if an organizer catches you, you're well in trouble, if not kicked out of the championship. That's why you wear a um, wig, yeah. Nate. That's yeah. <laughs> so put it this way, they would have to drive an old beat up pickup truck as well. So <laughs> anything, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, you'd have to, yeah, disguise your vehicle more than yourself. I think. <laughs> what about the roads? Are they what? What? What are the roads like? Good. What, obviously, we are just for for the for the listener. We're talking about STPR. Yeah, which is the Susk Susquehanna. Yeah, Susquehanna. Trail? trail yep performance, performance rally, rally. Yeah. yeah yeah yes yeah you've just, you've just uh, got to do that that's... rally haven't you what a name i want to do that yeah. rally. i want to do every rally. Why they they shorten it? especially but why did they shorten it that's a great name 
You know? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it takes a while to say. CPR sounds like an oil product or something. Don't I put yeah, STPR yeah. in my engine occasionally? I'm sure I do. Yeah, but... well, I'm sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> no, the roads, so roads that is, it, 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 it's the penultimate round. Sorry, Nate. Sorry, yeah. great, Nate. I've just interrupted yeah. you hideously. Just okay. to put it into context, it <laughs> yeah. is the but penultimate round of yeah. ARA uh, and association. Oh, yeah. Sorry, ARA presented by Dirtfish. Good Lord. Um, and it's coming this weekend and great Nate is telling us all about the roads. Yeah. Fantastic fun, uh, technical roads. Uh, some of the stages tend to be very long. Um, we've Mm. limited our, our stage length and, uh, and so it's great to see, I'm an old school guy, so I love the longer stages. I think endurance plays a big factor into that. And, uh, yeah, I just like to see the, the attrition rate on those as well. But, um, they're unforgiving in the fact that trees are very, very close. So very minimal room for error. Um, so mm-hmm. it will be very exciting as we have a lot of people vying for championships at this point and not a lot of room for error. So should be interesting. Where, where, where is your money? Nate, you know, I mean, we looking at the, having done a little bit of research, we know, we know that Brandon Semenuk Mm-hmm. Uh, Subaru driver has never started this event. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis, his teammate, has been on the podium. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ken has Ken Block has won it twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, knowing what you know about the roads, knowing what you know about the cars, the Ken's Hyundai um, i twenty Coupe World Rally car versus the the Subaru Impreza, or sorry, the Subaru WRX STI. What which of those cars? Where would you put your money? Who's going to win this one? The easy one to go, uh, it would be Ken, honestly. Um, I think he's coming to grips with his car. I think it might be a little more suited for the ad, uh, shorter, tighter, more technical roads. Brandon's a machine. So is Travis. I think Travis is really wants to prove himself after, uh, the last event. Um, but I still think Ken might take my money. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I I think you're exactly right. He's growing, like you said, a confidence is coming. Um, with with every rally, uh, it's getting better and breath, better and better. And we should before we go, which we do sadly have to go, um, very soon. We should also say that our own Michelle Miller, who is a one a, one of the best instructors, a very very senior instructor, uh, almost as good as Great Nate, um, in the co-driver's seat. She uh, Michelle finished second. This was in doing my research. She finished second to Sam Albert. Tell us all about Sam Albert. Uh, Sam is uh, is one of our long-term uh, instructors as well, although he's uh, moved a little bit out of the area, so only visits us about once a month. Uh, but he campaigned our uh, Dirtfish Limited four-wheel drive open class car. I'm sorry if I got oh, the wow. classing incorrect on that one. Uh, uh, but, yeah. They, uh, it we was had our, an open class car. Open Limited. There it is. Open limited, right? Yes, um, so which which means not the kind of full bore, totally Mad Max machine that that Travis and and uh, Brandon have got, but it's it's is it is it kind of Group N plus as we uh, would have known? Or uh, picture it more like Rally One to Rally Two spec, right? Um, so okay. yeah, a, a step down, maybe even so just Rally got a, Three. Just got a restrictor in it or something that that's different, Nate? Or is it basically is restrictor? Yeah, mm-hmm. restrictor in your the, the suspension isn't as free at least okay. back in that time if I'm remembering. What, what you have correctly. to do, guys, what you have to do is you have to go back. Uh, I think it's two episodes of our reviews of the American uh, Rally Association mm. uh, because I gave a description and an explanation for each of the classes. 
with examples. I have no recollection of that at all, Colin. I did. I did, George. I did. I, did I was standing at a House committee yeah. hearing. I, would, I, I have no re- recollection now? of that. No, no, thanks, David. No, you put me on the spot. And no, <laughs> the to that. I refer you to a video I made earlier. <laughs> and I'm sure it was all well and, and truly wonderful, except this was 2018 and it was a completely different class structure. So. That's great. That's why you're great. That is why you are great. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're all looking forward to STPR. Michelle Miller, of course, is going to be out co-driving with Lucy Block. And we've got Leah Block back as well, haven't we? She she missed uh, Ojibwe. So it's the full block uh, outing. And I've got to say, one of the classes that's absolutely captured my imagination this year is the uh, open two-wheel drive which has the fabulous Seamus Burke and Martin Brady in their incredible um, v- V6 Ford Escort. It's quite oh, unique. Wonderful. Um, and versus Michael Hooper um, in, a, in a Lexus. You know, that, it, this is everything that's great about, um, yes. about ARA. Yes. Just the fact that you get a Lexus fighting it out with, with, a, with an, a, a V6 engine Mark II. Uh, it's quality. So, so uh, I I think that is us just about done. Unless anybody has anything else that they they feel they absolutely have to get off their chest. Um, no, you're still there, George. I'm I still can't here. I'm still here. George is just quiet. I'm, I, I was fascinated there. listening to all the sense that Nate has talked, and and, and, and rather than the <laughs> drivel I normally get from you, pair. Thank you for being here, Nate. Yes, uh, thank you. This is wonderful. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I'll get it in the neck now, and, actually. I'll never, and, I'll never be asked back. Great Nate is, is a permanent fixture on spin now, whether he likes it or not. Yeah, <laughs> We're not letting him out. But right, I, boys, I that is that it. entirely That's... because it makes the whole thing a little bit more palatable in terms of the timings because, you know, Great Nate's obviously in bed at 7 in the morning when we're normally doing Spin the Rally Pod. <laughs> so 7 in the evening, <laughs> which suits true. me much better. No, I Every think we week, should. I Nate, think we should do it on sun, Sunday night, Nate time. Nate's time about maybe nine oh, o'clock in the evening. Nate, what do you reckon? That's about seven, five or six o'clock. That's on a Monday morning. Sounds perfect to me. Yeah. There you go, Colin. In your eye. <laughs> Ooh, he's right. not speaking to me now. In, ah. Enough of this. We will be back next week with a a look back on STPR. Colin, give us the full title. It is the Sasquatch. Sasquatch, come um, on, nose. come on, great Nate, give it, give it to us properly. It is the Susquehanna Trail Performance Rally. Oh, that was nowhere near. I'm genuinely cold. I'm <laughs> astonished that you actually got three of the four words correct. Thanks, uh, because <laughs> well, I, I listen you to you, David. Rename I listen. You keep every telling me rally. every rally, every rally, rallies every I've been rally going is to, renamed uh, by Colin. Twenty-five uh, years so, I've so been going to some rallies yeah. and I get the names wrong. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. But we are genuinely looking forward to the next fascinating chapter of ARA uh, coming up this weekend. Can't wait. Uh, Follow it all on dirtfish.com. Follow it all on our socials at Dirtfish Rally. Uh, And subscribe to the podcast. Um, Why wouldn't you if you haven't already? You really should. I I subscribe, Um, David. I subscribe and I download it and I listen to it. It's fabulous. Do you? Can't stand listening to myself, but everybody else is great. (laughs) Well, hey, hey, listen, Especially... here, can, I, can I say something just before we go? I reckon... It sounds that, like you're going to. Well, I am going to. I think George Donaldson <laughs> could be the new David Attenborough in terms of his narrating abilities. <laughs> Never mind Nate narrates. Yeah. Jo- I've asked George to do two pieces for videos we've made, and I could sit and listen to him. When, he's, when he writes a little piece and, and reads it out, and he's a bit measured, 
Um, my goodness me, I could listen to him all day, all day long. It's a beautiful sound, George Donaldson. You're very beautiful kind, sound. Colin. You're very, very kind. I don't deserve any of that. Sound. I, I mean, this all stems from the, the, the me actually relaying the most incredible vision. We were running a night stage on the Rally of Wales in North Wales the first time we went back there. And the lights were coming through the trees. Uh, and I described the, the view that I had. It was stop line reporting, still Rally Radio back then the best. and and uh, I, I i did a lovely description which lisa keeps uh, about how fabulous it was to watch this and how the driver's perceptions are strained trying to find the, the route even with the pace notes through the forest and you know all their little tentacles of perception stretching out and that's what the headlight darting were and it came back I got the most terrible piss take about you know tentacles of perception and <laughs> squids and all sorts of things but I still stand by my description. It was wonderful, mate. You're absolutely poised on the very, the very brink of the precipice with your concentration, all your, all your tentacles, all your sensory perception out there on the limit, trying to gather everything you can from the road. George, have you got tentacles? No, no, but the, what I meant was, you know, the, the, to feel what the road is doing, you know, through the seat, through the steering, you're reaching out, it's almost like a tentacle, Bex the limits of the lights to feel what's happening. You're getting all the messages from the environment. You're at one with Mother Earth of the roads. The atmospheric feeling, but the, the feedback it gives you, the road can speak to you. Hello, everybody. And I, I look at that as reaching out with tentacles of perception. George, as ever, it's an absolute joy and an honour. Cole, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks, and mate. Great Nate. <laughs> what, what can we say? Ooh. What can we say? It is great to have Nate with us, and we look forward to seeing you the same next week. Yeah, bye Nate, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to all the technical bye insights. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>